This episode of Art of the Kickstart is sponsored by BackerKit. BackerKit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. Plus, if you want to create and send surveys, offer add-ons and pledge upgrades, or begin accepting pre-orders, BackerKit makes it simple. Over 2,000 projects and 4 million backers have used BackerKit, including many of the projects featured on Art of the Kickstart. Ready to try BackerKit? Visit BackerKit.com and sign up today. Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Command Partners, the top full-service crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped raise over $70 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by The Gadget Flow, a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. The Gadget Flow is the ultimate buyer's guide for cool luxury gadgets and creative gifts. To learn more, visit thegadgetflow.com. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined by Stefan Klaus with the Heim Planet Motion Series Active Backpacks. Stefan, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks a lot for having me. So you recently finished up a uh, Kickstarter campaign raising over $100,000 uh, with hundreds of backers. Talk to us about the product and where it all started. Basically, um, the Motion Series was or is a series that uh, we worked on for quite some time. So we're working on this for about two years. And um, initially, we started with inflatable tents. And the Motion Series is our second backline. And uh, the idea was to do something that's light, uh, flexible in usage, and something you basically want to bring everywhere you go. This is probably one of the nicest design backpacks that we've, uh, that we've seen out there in the industry. Talk to us about the overall design process that went into building this product. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Uh, yeah, at first, thank you for, for the compliment. When we started our company in general, we wanted to establish a new form of aesthetics to the outdoor industry. Our personal background, um, yeah, is, is more a lifestyle orientated background. I grew up skateboarding and, and surfing. So I grew up with a different approach towards aesthetics. And it was always a very important factor when it comes to products. And when we started our company, we wanted to bring an equal influence of aesthetics and functionality, we wanted to, to merge them and bring both parts together. So the aesthetic side of things was very important for us without making any compromises on the, on the functional side of things. Yeah, it absolutely looks like you guys have put a long, long time of dedication into every single piece and aspect of what went into these backpacks. How long did you guys overall spend preparing for this project and what did that look like? Initially, actually, the, the idea to 
transform it into a Kickstarter campaign. That was actually a spontaneous decision we we just took basically a month before launching the campaign. Traditionally, what we do is that we present our products at uh, fairs and trade shows. And then about a year later or half a year later, they hit the, hit the market. But especially with this series, it was something that meant really a lot to us. And for us as a company, it means and it represents a lot of progress that we made in terms of, yeah, like I mentioned before, bringing together the aesthetical side of design with the functional aspect of design and creating something that we believe is 100% what we want to be all about. And when we did this with this series, we, we of course, like everybody who has his own project, is really excited and wants to share it with people and wants to get feedback and just, uh, yeah, wants to, to get it out there. And we, we thought, how could we do this in a special way? And we actually followed a lot of projects on Kickstarter and realized that you, you, you find a special crowd of people there. You find people who are more open to new ideas and new developments. And we thought these are actually the kind of people we want to reach. And maybe this is the perfect project to finally get to Kickstarter because when we started our company, it was just not available to us. It existed, but uh, since we're based out of Germany, there was no way participating in it. That's impressive, Stefan. So, you know, again, a lot of the companies that we work with and interview on here have, you know, thought that crowdfunding was their launch path altogether. And it's interesting that you kind of, you know, had an opportunity to utilize it uh, and begin that marketing and engagement opportunity that crowdfunding brings to startups and entrepreneurs every day. You mentioned, you know, bringing the crowd kind of into it and getting that feedback. Did the crowd help decide what features were most important to include in the backpacks? Or did you guys already have a pretty good idea uh, on what you wanted to build out? Now, when we developed these, we, these products, we believe that, first of all, as a designer, or as developing products, um, you have to have a really strong idea what you want to achieve. And if you can't convince yourself and the team that we are working with, it's probably the wrong direction after all. Um, and once you have a really clear understanding, then it really helps to gain some feedback. But I personally, I'm not a big fan of putting something out there and then let everybody decide what they want. I'm not sure if you're, if you're familiar with this episode of The Simpsons where Homer Simpson creates the perfect car. I believe that you kind of end up in a, in a mess because a lot of people have very different ideas of what they want. For example, from the perfect backpack and something that you would call the perfect backpack might be a disaster for someone else. So I believe that you have to develop a very strong idea for yourself and then present it to a crowd. If they love it, you're on the right track. If not, then you might reconsider and start all over again. 
Now, it's a really good point you bring up, Stefan. Obviously, going into these crowdfunding campaigns, you obviously need a solid foundation of what your core values are and design elements and everything that you wanted to produce. And then to some effect, you know, introduce, like you guys had done, a couple different stretch goals of introducing new product ideas or innovation into the marketplace. Your campaign fully funded within the first 48 hours. What do you think was the biggest factor that led to your very quick success? If there's one thing that I've learned from this campaign, it's that crowdfunding could be translated as a funding model where you have to generate your own crowd. I think that's one of the, yeah, the, the most important things that we've learned about crowdfunding that there is no automatic crowd that you will reach. You really have to earn it through your project, through your organization, through reaching out and generating it. So I believe what helped for us was actually that we have kind of a fan base, I would say, through social channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and yeah, the, the, the well-known channels. And I believe that this helped a lot to really kickstart our campaign. Awesome. So what, what was the biggest surprise that you encountered during your campaign? I, I think what I just mentioned, the, the fact that you really have to generate the crowd a lot by yourself was kind of a surprise. We actually expected maybe a bit more traffic, natural traffic that comes through Kickstarter, that comes through the, the platform itself. So, and, and we really quickly learned that you really have to earn it and you have to earn it every single day to, to, to be seen by people. And also what surprised me was the kind of enthusiasm and excitement that people bring to these projects and how really people spend time to really look into every detail of your product and your campaign and how they help you and 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 actually help you to to make it better um and yeah how to they help you to to find the right way to do it that was amazing it can be you know quite a process in getting that feedback not only are they pre-purchasing your product before being able to touch it and feel it and use it, but, you know, also giving you advice on potentially how you can improve it further, whether it be this version or the next one. Um, so it's always great to hear those, you know, success stories with crowdfunding and really opening up yourself to constructive criticism, feedback from the crowd itself. So given that you guys have just finished up this campaign and are now actively running it on Indiegogo in demand, what advice would you give to someone else looking to crowdfund their design product or backpack or bag project? Uh, in general, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's so many things that we've actually learned that we're still um, in the, in the process of, of the digesting all this input that we've got. Um, but, um, I believe, um, I think it's, it's the same no matter, like, if you do a Kickstarter campaign or if you, if you're trying to, to be successful with any other project. 
it's really doing your homework and doing your research and trying to identify in advance who is it that you're looking for and how can I reach them. I think that's that's the main thing you have to to nail. Well said, Stefan. This gets us into our launch round where I'm going to rapid fire a few questions at you. Are you good to go? Yeah, anytime. So what inspired you to become an entrepreneur? Independency and being able to do the things the way we believe they, they are done right. If you could go backpacking with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? Oh, my God. That's a really good question. Who could that be? It's not really a classical entrepreneur, but like somebody that influences a lot. Buckminster Fuller. I think he was just a super inspiring person. And to spend some time with him, him on a trail and learning uh, about his vision and his perspective must be amazing. What would be your first question? My first question? I'm not sure if I would have a first question. I would just like shut up and listen. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> advice for every entrepreneur out there. Just shut up and listen. <laughs> uh, what business book or life book would you recommend to our audience? Sorry, once again? What business book or life book would you recommend to our audience? Actually, I don't know. I read, actually, when I, when I started... When I, after I, I had the idea of starting a business with a, with my partner, uh, my parents actually, they gave me a couple of books and it was about how to identify good ideas from bad ideas. I actually would have to check how it's actually called. But in general, I think what helps a lot is to learn about changing your perspective in general and getting out of your routine. Um, for example, when we started our, our company, we didn't know anything about the industry we went into. It, it grew out of personal interest. But actually, this, what you could, might call like a disadvantage was the biggest advantage that we had because we paid and we had to pay so much attention to every detail because we didn't know about it, that we justified every detail again and over and over again. If I would have gone into the industry I was working in before, a lot of things I would have taken for granted and this would have been probably a major mistake. So, yeah, it actually, yeah, it was a book of how to change your perspective and not knowing can be a really advantage. Indeed. Last question in the launch round. What does the future of crowdfunding look like? I think actually what you're seeing that there are a lot of projects on crowdfunding platforms that I believe shouldn't be necessarily there. And I believe that's something that people would maybe say about our project as well, because we are a small company, but we are a team of now six people and we are really 100% owned by ourselves and there is no 
big support behind us. It's, it's just us. And we're really doing this from scratch. So from my personal point of view, I believe people like us, they belong on, on crowdfunding platforms. But I, my impression is that you have a lot of products that usually would end up in tailor shopping that now appear on crowdfunding platforms. And I believe that there will be one point where, yeah, these, these projects will have to disappear to give more room for real inventors and people who actually start as small entrepreneurs rather than just bringing out a, a gadget. Got it. If that it's makes any sense to you. It does. It does. No, great advice. Great advice, Stefan. Thank you, Stefan. Please give our audience your pitch. Tell our audience again what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should go buy your product. First of all, all our products are made to go outside. And what I would like to advise people is, even if you had might have had a bad experience in the past, just give it a go. Go outside. Enjoy the, the beauty of nature. And if you might need some support to get there or to stay there, have a look at Heim Planet products. They might come in handy. Awesome. Stefan, you've been great. Audience, thank you again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all of the show notes, a full transcript and links to everything we talked about today, including a coupon code to the gadget flow and links to backer kit. Stefan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for, the, for your time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.